was fantastic intro. So pumped up right now. <laughs> that was great. I'm overly pumped. That song gets anybody fired up. Yeah. I don't care what you say. I don't know if I want to go play soccer or go to war or do <laughs> something, but I, I want to do something. That thing is just awesome. Yeah. When that thing comes on, oh, boy, that just gets me all <laughs> real jacked up. Yeah, man. But, uh, yes, we are back for Kicking It Stateside, episode number 27 in the books here. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. We're approaching the 30 mark now. That's that's unbelievable. That we're sitting here in, what would it be, almost mid-February now. Yeah. After uh, really sitting down, just brainstorming back all the way in July when we did our two-and-a-half-hour preview show that nobody really <laughs> ever saw because yeah. just us bullshitting the whole time and i don't even know we were just spewing at the mouth yeah it's around we'll have to <laughs> like put it out one day when we hit show like 50 or 100 we'll drop that back out just to maybe like towards the end maybe right when the season's about to end we'll throw that out there just to <laughs> remind people like what we thought about some of the teams and to look back and probably laugh our face off yeah it, I, we're gonna find we were really accurate on some and maybe a little off on others, but by the end of the day, yeah. I don't know. I think I think we're gonna actually look pretty good. I think so too. I think we're gonna sound a little different. Be yeah, some, after some um, fresh voices and I say that was the second time I think we were ever <laughs> together. Yeah, <laughs> like actual recording anything. So uh, we're just scared kids in there. Yeah. <laughs> Never been really in front of a mic. We're just like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Let's just run down every goddamn team from front to back. For like four hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soccer's great. Yes. You know, it's it's a it's a lovely day today. It is probably the worst possible weather day that we've oh, had in a while. It really is. Like I can take the driving rain, but when it's like that terrible, like barely like mist. Yeah. Drizzle and it's, it's so freezing dr- out. It's just so dreary. But something it about it hits that. you, and then it's just like a wall of like it's just terrible frozenness on you. Yeah, it I sucks. Just, I don't like it at all. Yeah, but today we'll kind of dive into more Champions League today, since the Champions League will be starting back up. Yes, on Tuesday. Very exciting to see uh, Dortmund, PSG, and also Atletico and uh, Liverpool will kick us off. The round of 16, and then also uh, we'll kind of bear, we'll touch a little bit on the games that happened recently, but mostly focus on the ones that are coming up this weekend. There's one tomorrow. We got Wolves versus Leicester, right? Yeah. That's tomorrow, the that's, Friday game. That's the Friday game. And that's a hell of a way to start off. Yeah, I'm excited the weekend. For, for that one. I'll be, be around for that one. Yeah. Just in time. Hopefully. <laughs> I should be just getting out. And... Loving life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for a weekend. Yeah. Everybody's working for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. And uh, also, obviously, any hot topics, we'll kind of cover that as well. Uh, our boy, Jurgen Klinsmann, was in the news for, again, something not so great. <laughs> um, we can also dive into that. He basically left her to Berlin on red, as the kids would say nowadays. Yeah, he's an asshole. He really is. And his job status uh, going forward is probably in some serious jeopardy. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hire him after what he did. It's kind of it's a dick move. Some serious dick moves. Yeah, it's, it's one thing just to like walk away, but to come in and make all those changes 
and then walk away when they didn't work. That's like, I don't know. It's a whole nother level. It's bullshit. It is. It's fucking dumb. It's like, boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's losing his shit out there. He is. It started with the U.S. team, and now it's just like, yeah, he's getting to be at that that rock bottom. He should be fined. Yeah. Like, he really should be. Yeah. To for everything, I don't know. Well, don't talk too much about it. We'll yeah. we'll get into it. Yeah, later. we will. Um. So. We had a poll question on Tuesday that I wanted everyone to kind of mull over. Uh, the fact that Sheffield has been jumped all the way up to fifth. Now, I said that if, if, because we had to reiterate the fact that this hasn't even happened yet, but if Sheffield does get a Champions League spot, would that be the more shocking of, you know, outcomes in the Prem, you know, more so than that Liverpool, or sorry, Leicester team, that won the title back in 2014-15. Or, far, sorry, god damn, 15-16. And I wanted everyone to kind of, like, think about it because obviously nothing is better than winning the title. You know, there's no accomplishment better. But the Sheffield team that basically had no expectations but just to stay up now are basically, you know, sitting two points behind Chelsea for a Champions League spot. It's crazy. I don't understand, but we will kind of uh, give somebody, give some of the people, you know, even the Twitch people out there. Would this be a crazier event than the Leicester team that was probably like almost 10,000 to one to win the title back in 1516? Is the Sheffield thing more better? Bigger accomplishment. We'll find out. Uh, This past weekend, we saw our boys, speaking of Sheffield, they did win. Again, they beat the Bournemouth Cherries. Uh, we had Billy Sharp score. We had the late Lundstrom goal. Also, Calum Wilson finally scored, and Bournemouth just is teetering above that barely, you know, that line of relegation. And to see them just just staying right there. They're not doing anything crazy. You know, we have Eddie Howe, who has been... You know, for what he's done with this club, you know, over the years, it's it's crazy. And the fact that he's tr- sort of getting the guys to play. Yeah, I mean, he's straight legendary status as far as being able to take a team from the fourth tier and get them all the way up to Premier League and then keep them up too. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Like you said, he gets – it seems like all of a sudden now they're playing – because they realized that if they continued to play the way they were, he was going to go. And I think they owe him more than that, those players. A lot of those guys that are there, a lot of those guys that are in the Premier League because of him. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's... He's just getting the boys to play, you know? Yeah. The belief that the boys have uh, is, is amazing. Well said. I mean, Chris, he's he's up there for manager of the year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be one, two, I think, with Klopp. Obviously, if Liverpool, which seems likely runs the rest of the table here. I mean, you'd have to give it to Jurgen, but the I fact guess. that Sheffield, what they're doing, and I'm sure they're going to continue because they don't concede at all. They might not score a lot of goals. If they get a top four, Wilder has to get manager of the year over Klopp. Yeah. Even with what they're doing. Yeah. Because Klopp will still get like UEFA manager of the year. So oh, agreed. I feel like the Premier League would do an injustice to Wilder to take that team to the top four. 
would be pretty impressive. It's very impressive. And also, you know, and now Dean Henderson, you know, he, the goalie who's been standing on his head for <laughs> Sheffield, basically, who's a Manchester United player, technically. Yeah. Apparently, he's getting looked at possibly going somewhere else. He could end up back there, too. I mean, yeah. they could sell off to Haya. We've talked about that. and Which would be a ballsy move. It would be, but not if this kid's playing the way he is, I guess. I mean, the money you could get for De Gea. Oh, yeah. And you already have this kid in your system you can bring back. I mean, especially the way that organization is going, it might be. I just don't know where you would go if you're De Gea because you're not going to Real Madrid. They already have Thibaut, who's yeah. a young kid, and then Barcelona – has Ter Stegen. Yeah, he's, he's young too. Yeah. So it's like any move he would make would probably be like a lateral. It might be a lateral move. I mean, I don't know necessarily know if he would care one way or another. It's whatever the team could put together, and if it worked for him, obviously he's not going to want to go to. Well, I mean, now it's like Kepa at Chelsea. You know, Frank apparently is almost is kind of fed up with him a little bit. He benched him. It doesn't surprise me. The antics I saw under Sorry, like yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't think that kid's all right in the head. I think he's a little bit of a crybaby. I fan. think he might be, uh, you know, think his shit doesn't stink type yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, we saw it when Sorry tried to pull him out of that game, and he's like, "Nah, dog, I'm good." Yeah, like you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Sorry, lost his shit. Yeah, like <laughs> he might need some discipline, maybe. And yeah, benching him, I guess, would be a step. Yeah, he's the type of kid though; it'll you'll just lose him, and you just got to move on from him, probably. Unfortunately, and they paid a shit ton. I think he was the most paid goalie in the in the world that Chelsea contract. So yeah, and they're not exactly better off with Caballero. Back no, there no, but another move could be coming. Who knows? It's going to be fun then when the season ends, who's going to musical chairs will happen, I guess. Yes. To say. Uh, what else we saw? We saw a wonderful Brighton get a nice point to kind of keep their uh, <laughs> chances of staying up afloat barely. Still, still afloat ever so slightly. Yeah. But I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. We've, you, you've called that their, uh, their time might be up, the gulls. Yeah. And they, you know, they get an own goal to even save this point, for God's sakes. <laughs> and Watford just can't get out of their own way at this point. Yeah, I mean, but when it takes an own goal against Watford for you to get a win, I That's don't know. not good either. I don't know who's in worse shape right now. Watford's at least been playing somewhat better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't That's know. one of those it's where just, it's like you might as well flip a coin where it could yeah, be one of those teams is <laughs> Yeah, that that bottom five that bottom five is is really in trouble. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I don't the scoring for Brighton, I mean Malpaw, you can't find him. Yeah. Anywhere. I don't know where the hell he went off to. Yeah. They even brought him on as a sub at halftime and he still couldn't do shit. Yeah, I don't understand. It's uh, it's just two guys, two teams very are struggling. Inconsistent. Man. Very, very inconsistent. We thought the Nigel Pearson, you know, effect was kind of resurrecting them, and they were on the like five. It temporarily straight. did, yeah. And then all of a sudden, now they're kind of looking like the old Watford. Yeah, that shine kind of <laughs> uninspired. <off>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like ah. I still f- think they're gonna find a way to make it out of there. 
It's going to be like right on the edge, but I think they, they find a way to avoid relegation. I mean, you got Bournemouth with 26, Villa with 25, sitting right there outside, Brighton at 27, and then the two, the three, you know, West Ham 24, Watford 24. Yeah. And then Norwich 18, those are the three at the bottom. That's so. just a win. That's one win. I was going to say, that's why it was huge the week before that uh, Watford, West Ham pissed that game away when they were up uh, yeah. 3-1. Yeah. Those points are huge. It could have been. They're going to come back to bite yeah, you in Brighton. the ass. Again, Brighton, lucky these last <laughs> two weeks to get two points, we were saying before. No doubt. It's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. It's really, really tough. What was the other one that we saw this past uh, weekend? Everton, again. Speaking of a team that's more on the rise, yeah, it's almost like two different teams right now. <laughs> yeah. They almost flipped um, trajectories here. Crystal Palace was kind of on the up and up, and then now they're going down here. Yeah, they were sitting in Everton that top was, eight for quite some time yeah. this year, and they got a couple good wins this yeah. year. And then all of a sudden, it's like Everton was in relegation with uh, oh, they were dreadful, dumb dumb at the helm, <laughs> yeah. and now they're all the way up to what, like six, or yeah, seven? they're they're creeping right on that, yeah, that top six, like you called, and and you know Calvert Lewin is uh somehow back. Did you see the pictures of Calvert Lewin yes. and Tom Davies yes. walking through New York? Yes, <laughs> just I did. killing it. Yes, looked I like did. Tom Davies had a robe on. I don't I was know, like, <laughs> is that is Calvert Lewin had the big ass collar. Which is, I mean, that's one thing, but that I'm like, is Davies, that fashion or Davies, what the hell? Straight high fashion, <laughs> just Zoolander shit. <laughs> you don't see Tommy with his hair down like that yeah. much. It was a, it's very it was interesting, a, very interesting look. It's like, so okay. a New York City look, yeah. I mean, they're young, they're young lads. It's funny that they spent their uh, their little 15 day break in New York. Yeah, they like it over here. A lot of them do vacation in New York and L.A. I mean, I think that's why the MLS is... They have money. That's a a great city to go when you have money. Well, it's like any big city. It'll treat you well. You can buy the clothes that you can't buy in Liverpool. Right. Yeah, (laughs) like you have to come to New York for... You know, all the high fashion, the Balenciagas and, you know, And then you show up to one of these places and they're like, oh, you're so-and-so? We're just going to give you this because somebody's going to take a picture of you wearing it, and then we're going to get recognition. They're gonna yeah. Be like, oh, you see him wearing so-and-so's whatever. So, yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. So then you don't even have to spend your money. Half the time they're giving you free shit because they're getting the recognition. I'd be like, it. Google me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I, some people's going to know you over here. Some. Yeah. Not looking like that, though. I wouldn't even recognize Tommy. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just depends, something. too. Some people are just more recognizable than others. Yeah. They're not exactly face of the Prem. No. I doubt a lot of people would recognize them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. But, yeah, it seems that Ancelotti <laughs> has really turned around Everton. Big time. Like I said, I was, I, I'll honestly admit I was wrong on that one. That was that – was, uh, He's done a way better job than I anticipated. I mean, I kind of thought that they would make a, you know, a, a strong push, but I never thought that Yeah, this is they would get to 7th now they're in. Yeah. I mean, they were looking really bad. Really, really bad. I and, give I give Dunk the credit though. That's my boy cuz he got it turned around first. 
he started the. Uh, oh, he the definitely did. They, they, they were they were playing really well under him. Yeah, you're sad when they. Uh, I was. I was really. He upset. didn't get the job. I think job. that was my whole problem with the Ancelotti deal. It wasn't even. It was just that they didn't keep dunk. <laughs> yeah. so you're I was, a big I, dunk stand. I was. He was awesome. <laughs> I would love to have him like on my sideline. Just a well. He still is there. So yeah. big ass dude. Big dunk. Yeah. It was the big hashtag hugging, that one. Hugging ball boys. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a pretty good story. Yeah. It was, there for a couple of weeks. It was great. But, I mean, they want the big dog. Yeah. And they got him. And he's doing it. He's doing it right. We said, imagine if they fired Marco Silva like three weeks prior when he should have got canned. Yeah. I mean, they might be in the top four already. <laughs> they who knows? Yeah. And then that would have made us look pretty good. Yeah. Just saying. I don't know. Just, just saying. <laughs> I still think they have a pretty good shot to get top four. If the the way they're playing right now, who's to say they can't? Yeah, no, they. I mean, you wouldn't be so thrilled by that because your team's probably the one yep. out of the yep. top four if that happens. But out of the, I don't know. I think uh, it's possible for Chelsea. It's kind of a whitewash right now. It's it's. Nah. There's too many teams nipping at your heels, but. Nobody seems to want the fourth spot. That's how it was last year, and Chelsea snuck in and took it at the end. Yep. Arsenal thought they, you know, were going to wrap it up, and Chelsea just kept coming and coming and coming. That was it. So we'll see. Maybe it happens the other way around this year. You never Maybe know. Maybe somebody comes creeping on up. I mean, even the Wolves, they can go on a run. Yeah, A couple wins in a row. Everyone's kind of in within that striking distance of fourth, really. All it takes is – one team or two to string together two or three wins and you take a loss, a draw, and another draw or even a win. It's a five point swing if it's three wins. Yeah, it's 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 I mean you got Wolves at thirty five and United with thirty five and then Everton thirty six, Spurs thirty seven, uh Sheffield thirty nine, and then Chelsea forty one. Yeah. So yeah, Sheffield's right there. I mean, this Chelsea Spurs are still there. This Chelsea United game is huge. Ah, this is very huge. If United can somehow pull the upset, they're just right back in there. Yeah, and so, it, de- it definitely would be an upset at this point in the season, without a doubt. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially on the road at the Bridge. Yeah, with a little revenge in yeah in hand, there's no reason Chelsea shouldn't handle their business. But. Stay tuned because I will tell you what I think of the game because we uh, we predicted picked that this. game. Yes, so yes. Stay tuned. Um, the only thing left, I think, from the past weekend was there was a the uh, postponed game. Yes, the uh, Man City West Ham game because of the crazy storms that were flying through England. <laughs> um, so that got postponed to. Wednesday. Yes. Coming so up. That'll end this. That'll be the last game of this mini fake winter break. This, whatever, whatever this is. Yeah. Whatever they're trying to do. They're not, they didn't the come out and say it. Everybody gets the, yeah. Yeah. It's staggered. Staggered. Very staggered. staggered yeah. <laughs> They've staggered everything. But yes, that was kind of uh, just a small overview yeah. of what just took place. And then again, um, later in the show, we'll kind of go down and look at the rest of the games. Again, there's one uh, tomorrow, Friday. We got two Saturday. We got two Sunday. And then one Monday. And then this makeup game on Wednesday. So we got a lot. We got a lot coming. So 
But um, like we said, and like the wonderful theme song that this show kind of ran into, we're going to talk some Champions League action and maybe make some predictions on you know who we think are, will advance. I know we did this on Tuesday's show. We agreed on most of them, but there were a few that we had some differences on on who will yeah. go through. Um, obviously, like we said, um, we will start on we will start on February eighteenth. Just the over dramatic drum roll. I love it because <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone pretty much knew when it was because I said it. But thanks for playing playing along. But yes, we have Atletico Madrid versus Liverpool. That will be the main game on Tuesday. And then we have Dortmund versus PSG that you will have to find it some illegal streaming. And like me, I'll have to somehow, you know, I'll sacrifice my laptop and get a virus just to watch. Just to watch. (laughs) Just to watch. Just for the love of the game. Yeah. (laughs) And the love of my team. I got to do what it takes. So... I guess we'll start Atletico Madrid versus Liverpool. Atletico gets the first leg at home against, obviously, <laughs> the best team yeah. the past year and a half, maybe two years now, running straight. Uh, Atletico, you said before, Jao Felix has been banged up, their best player, probably their their young stud. Yeah. The next whatever, Ronaldo, whatever you want to call him. Apparently he's been banged up. And then, you know, they have the Thomas Lamars of the world, the Frenchman. Koke, he's been there forever. Alvaro Morata, former Chelsea lad and Real Madrid lad, as their kind of striker-ish. Diego Costa. Yeah, that crazy asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll headbutt somebody or get a red card or do yeah. something wild. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's just entertainment. We'll probably try and fight Van Dyke or something. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good one. Yeah. I'd like to see Van Dyke in a little uh, little tussle. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can handle his own. I can. I believe <laughs> it. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Any thoughts on uh, the Liverpool? Well, I said on Tuesday, initially about, what, a month ago when these draws first came out, I thought that Atletico would have a very good chance to upset Liverpool because of – the amount of strain that Liverpool was going to take with the Premier League and the fact that, I don't know, I I like that Atletico team when they're healthy, but they're not healthy right now. Yeah. And Liverpool's such in cruise control with the Premier League that now they can focus on both pretty much. And by the time all this is going down, it's just going to be another win under their belt in the Prem. They're going to be one week closer to clinching, so I think the – just throw everything at this and try and get both trophies this year. So, yeah, they're, Liverpool's going to take that. Yeah. I, <laughs> barring any miracles, I think that it's this one's probably uh, too tough for Atletico to even, like, come out on top because just, just everything Liverpool has. Like, we've talked yeah. about it for, you know, months now that, you know, the front threes just unstoppable with, you know, Mane and Salah and Bobby Blue Eyes. Yeah. And obviously we talked about Jordan Henderson, how he have, he's having one of his probably best years as a pro 
And then obviously, what can you not say about their back line with, you know, uh, Robertson, obviously Van Dyke. Alexander Arnold. Alexander Arnold back there as well. And then throw in whoever you're, whoever you pairing yeah. next to Van Dyke. It's, yeah. It doesn't really matter. Put me back there. I think Van Put Dyke. Brian back there and <laughs> clean sheets for days. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> Just run me over if I'm in the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. But, yeah it's straight it. beast mode. That defense is ridiculous. <laughs> and then Allison, like – is one of the best goalkeepers in the world too, so you add all that and it's it's just tough. It's gonna be it's 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 a tall task. Oh yeah, but I think we both uh, are on the same page with uh, Liverpool probably moving through here. Yeah, it's gonna take some weird things to happen to not pick Liverpool the rest of the way in both leagues. Obviously, I think barring any crazy injury from yeah. someone of significance. Yeah. I mean, the, prem, still, the Prem's done, and if it's not, we'll get to witness the greatest collapse in sports history. True. So <laughs> either way, it's it's entertainment for us. It's great. And then it's just what, yeah, what are they going to do in Champions League? Yeah. So, But, yeah, so the next game, obviously you got Dortmund PSG. Dortmund gets the, the home leg. I mean, what can you say about it? I mean, Dortmund, terrible defense in the past. And I've seen a lot of, you know, big guy, the commentators on ESPN pretty much writing Dortmund off saying they can't defend or they have uh, laughable defense right now, which is pretty true. Yeah. And they think, you know, PSG is going to run rough shot right through them, which I don't think it'll be rough shot. I think it'll be like a, a 6-4 aggregate or something like that. They're also the same guys that panicked and said Howland's like toast because he had a bad game as a yeah just one game yeah the guy had like 16 goals in his last 10 games i was gonna say he's fine he has better numbers than ronaldo has in his last 10 and those were ridiculous because i was looking at those earlier today right and i don't know some of those guys are just that's what they like to do yeah you gotta stir it up a little bit i feel you we do we do the same thing oh i mean you gotta make for something yeah but like that was a little bit of a stretch yeah. Talking shit on, but I don't know. I think Dortmund has a, obviously we talked about it too, and we'll get over now, but I think Dortmund has a better chance than most people are giving him. I'm not that sold on PSG. PSG, PSG does what PSG does. They do whatever in the league. They could show up if they wanted to. They could not show up. They're going to win that league. Year after year after year, just because yeah, they have enough talent, dominating. They're spent they money, the money spent yep. exactly, um, and then they get into these tournaments and they underperform. It's mm-hmm. and it's constantly all the time. So I'm not fearful of PSG, and I'm gonna pick Dortmund to find a way and a couple guys step up. They've been in this spot spot before. Mm-hmm. You know they've made runs in Champions League. Um, there's guys on that team. I think Hummels needs to step up and yeah. play better defense. He's capable of more, even though he's getting older. And I think he needs to help lead that a little bit better. I mean, that's there. what it's going to come down to. I mean, that's what he was brought in for. He was there to, you know, lead a younger core of defenders, guy who's been there and returned to his club. So, I don't know. I, I got faith that your boys are going to pull it out. They're going to be able to score enough. 
I think that's what it is because I'm not sold on PSG's defense at this point either. No. They've been so-so. There's some they players saw Thiago there. Thiago Silva back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they have a lot of talent back there. Kimpempe. Yeah. I like Kimpempe. But. Me too. But, yeah, I, I don't uh, – it's going to be tough. Like, the Dortmund defense recently, it's like – like, what the hell? Yeah. Giving up way too many, like four goals a game, three goals a game. You can't do that against this PSG team. Granted, Neymar apparently might not play because he hurt his rib or some stupid yeah. shit Soft. in the first leg. But they still have a guy named um, Mbappe. I know. That's the only because he's one of my favorites. And he has destroyed right this Dortmund team before Yeah, with that Monaco team who – Ran rough shot over a Dortmund team that similarly had very sketchy back line. He's yeah, I mean he's an absolute beast. There's not much you can you gotta gotta focus all your it's energy him. on him. Yeah, and Hummels and you know Akanji as their center back pairing is not going to be very good. It's almost like you got to sit in because if you sit if you have a high line they're just going to run by you. Yeah. No, that team they're going to have to. They're absolutely going to have to. Because Dorman's pretty good on the counter. Yeah. There's enough. you got so much speed there. and Well, that first leg, they're going to press the shit out of PSG, and hopefully, hopefully they can turn over their back, line, their back three or four Yeah, and get a couple See, early I would, goals. I would, try to avoid the, I would try to avoid the road goal. Yeah. And allowing as little road goals as possible. And if you score, great. If you don't, it, it doesn't honestly matter as much because it's not – I would rather play for a 0-0 draw at home than try and push it and end up 2-2 draw, and now you're facing two away goals. Yeah. So now your task is just an even higher for that next game on the road. I think PSG is going to score, but just how many? Yeah. You have to outscore them, obviously. Yeah. It's obviously in any sport, but – this first leg is the most important because you got to just I, – I think you they gotta, come out flying. you got to limit – yeah. I think they're going to have – I want them to sit in. I just don't think that's the Dortmund style. They want to press. Yeah. They're going to play their way, press yeah. And try and turn you over. And they have the players. I mean, you know, Jaden Sancho and Holland, I'm sure, will oh, do their thing. But, you know, you got to be able to stop somebody too. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I'm going to go with my head over heart. I'm going to say PSG will sneak by. I think it'll be a crazy, again, like 6-4 aggregate and probably come down to, you know, PSG getting some stupid late road goal that comes back to really help them out. Yeah. Because <laughs> then that second leg at uh, Zipok de Plince, we'll, they'll just press and need a goal, and then they'll give up a, a stupid, like, late one. So Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, and then Wednesday the 19th, we got coming up here. We got first one, we got Atalanta versus Valencia. Kind of some of the uh, – Atalanta definitely the uh, shock of the, I think, out of all the teams that made it through. Yeah. Probably the most shocking. I think the more we Or keep... not big named, I guess. Adam. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe we're underrating them. Again, I – Because we're both on that same – we're and it's, we're both on that same feeling about them. Like, I felt the same way when I looked at all that. Between them and Leon, probably the two biggest, That's like, true. to make it through was like, surprising. I don't know. The Italian I'm never surprised is, when Valencia makes it through. Valencia is always a solid team. I mean, Valencia made it through with Chelsea and Ajax. Yeah. 
in their same group. So. Yeah. And even though they've been struggling a little bit in, in league play, like I feel like those they're still going to. For some reason, they played well. In, in they're a little more league. seasoned, too. I mean, I just I and, would I have more faith in a team coming out of the La Liga. Oh, yeah. Rather than a, a Serie top, A team. A top like four La Liga team four. compared to a top four Serie A, absolutely. Because three and four in Serie A could fluctuate every year. They, they do seem to fluctuate every year. Right. Like your one and two are pretty much always set. Yeah. Like that's, uh, that at least change. in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, with Juve and uh, Inter. But, yeah. I don't know. We, I think we were both. We talked about. We were in agreement that we both think Valencia is. I think Valencia will going to kind of uh, take it. Just based off, I think performance in their group stage and being the the leaders. I feel like it's going to be one of those just kind of low scoring, like a both one nothing games or something like a two nothing aggregate. Yeah, they go through keeping it kind of close. or even like two one. Right, like one of them's a draw, and like Valencia draws at home and then wins on the road, or vice versa, wins at home and draws on the road. I don't know, something, something along those lines. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you an Atlanta guy. I mean, like I said, Mario yeah, Pasalich, and I'm like, yeah, he was, he was a Chelsea kid. Yeah, we looked through the roster the other day, and nobody really pops off as like, oh. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple guys I just recognize from FIFA. Sure. But I don't even have my Serie A team anymore. I disbanded it. It's gone. Yeah. I needed some <laughs> trade-ins and some money, so I sold that one off. See ya. I got better teams to build. Better teams to build. <laughs> Boy, bye. Yeah, man. But, yeah. And then Wednesday, uh, the main game of that day. We'll see Tottenham versus Red Bull Leipzig. I mean, if anybody's watched or listened to a single episode of our show, yes, doesn't even need to hear what direction I'm going as far as a pick goes. Exactly. Um, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I'm probably going to be wrong on my pick, to be honest, but I'm not wavering. I mean, it's just the fact that Leipzig has struggled – recently big time makes you a little nervous for them yeah and this is a big stage for timo Werner because this is like his audition to another team in the prem like this is what you're going to be facing could even be auditioned for that team true you don't they spend money oh yeah i'm sure they had their scouts at a couple leipzig games this year yeah so this is a big stage for him and to think that you know can he perform i guess is the biggest thing yeah like they're these are the new boys, they're just recently getting that Red Bull money and buying these great players. Oh yeah, they're so hated right now. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's understandable. Course. The Red Bull name carries, you know, not great with a lot of these older older teams that pride themselves on you know hard work and yeah, blah blah blah. They're not bought right, but unfortunately, or not your your main source of. Uh, Income is from a huge corporate (laughs) company, yeah, which is pissing people off. But again, I think Spurs will be too much, too too experienced to for a Leipzig team. I think it'll be close. Maybe I mean Tottenham gets that first home game, yeah, 
which is big for Spurs to get, you know, try and jump out against them. But I think Leipzig will make it interesting, but I think they're too much. I think Spurs will somehow find a way. I can't see Jose Mourinho team losing this early in the competition. Yeah, like I – again, I'm going to pick Leipzig just because – I'll never pick Spurs. We all know that. Of course. Um, but I could definitely see like Spurs coming out at home, winning three nothing, then going on the road, maybe be down like three nothing, grab a late goal, lose three one, but go ahead on four three aggregate and call it a day. I mean, that's the type of matchup that seems like yeah. could be. So Yeah, it's uh it should be good though. Yeah. I'm excited to see what comes out of that because i want to see what leipzig's got against some of these big guys yeah i hope i hope they can can do it there's a lot of good young players on that team that, that i really U- like uta campo yeah he's, kid. he's, he's been, been linked be... to arsenal a couple times already so i would love yeah. to see him on over that. the summer they said yeah possible move that would be phenomenal so this could be this could be auditions for many guys and maybe for that sure. drives them enough to get back on track and uh Get going. Break free. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, but yes. And then we will flip to the following week. Um, they break it up again Tuesday, Wednesday, two games uh, a day. The 25th of February, we'll see Chelsea versus Bayern to start us off. That's a phenomenal Huge. One. Phenomenal. From the bridge, first leg. And again, I got to see how this Chelsea team plays Monday. I think it'll feel either worse or better about myself <laughs> yeah. going forward against the, a Bayern team. But the Chelsea I'm seeing right now, I'm not confident at all. And it's, again, one of those where I'm going to go probably my head over heart again. Unfortunately, I hate <laughs> – your hate for Spurs is like my hate for Bayern. Like, yeah. I just don't like them at all and because they're so good and they're always good. And Lewandowski doesn't help either. But – when you have him and Gnabry roaming around up there, yeah, and you can bring like a Tomas Muller off the bench or something. Yeah, he doesn't even he barely's been playing. Yeah, he's kind of ending, but he's still a beast. He can still put the ball in it. Yeah, just have that guy as as a back. Yeah, if you need a goal or something crazy, <laughs> yeah. you need a crazy guy running around out there. He's your man for it. But oh yeah, yeah, it's just I think Byron's going to be too much. It's a Chelsea team that's young. A lot of these guys don't have Champions League experience at all. Yeah. And that's going to come back and bite them in the ass, I yeah. think. Yeah, Byron has a veteran defense, even though they're getting a little up there, long in the tooth. They're, uh, but they've been there. Been there, done that. They they know what to expect. And Kimmich is a beast. Kimmich, I think, will do a good job on the wing, on holding down your guys, Chelsea's wings. And Him and Alaba are probably... Yeah. Top three with, you know, your Alexander Arnold's and Robertson's of the right back, left back kind of wing yeah. back pairs of the world. Oh yeah. They're definitely in the top three as far as those pairs. Solid right go. there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately I gotta go against my boys and say Byron probably just based off experience probably gets through. Yeah. I'd love to see a Chelsea upset because that'd be hilarious. If a Bayern team gets knocked out in the 16, but it's just a tough draw for Chelsea not being able to win that group. Yeah, sucks that yeah, Valencia it gave you a harder, harder. You would have ended up with at Atlanta. Exactly, I'm so saying. You, yeah, you would have been. 
Yeah, then that win in the group is going to come back and yeah, that hurt. bite him in the ass. That hurt. So, so tough draw. But that same day, we'll see Napoli get the home leg against Barcelona, and another one that's kind of like, does Napoli have enough firepower to beat said Barcelona firepower? Firepower, holy shit! <laughs> it's been a long day, but yes. Your Dries Mertens of the world and your Insignies of the world, can they match that Leo Messi magic? Yup. You say yes. I say yes. Which would be an absolutely monumental upset. Yeah. I I might put a few bucks on it. I haven't bet in a long time. I would like to see the odds for that. Just, yeah, just, I, if why not? Like, they got to be pretty high. <laughs> I would say. They got to be probably the, one of the highest in all of the matchups in Champions League. I would say. Yeah, without a doubt. I don't even know. They probably do have them. Oh, they, I could find them. I'm sure it is crazy, but, yeah, yeah. it's like Adris Mertens, who's a little older. You got Insigne, who's a little older. But you also have one of the best center backs in the world that still is at Napoli with Koulibaly. Yeah. Apparently, I saw they had on ESPN pretty much guaranteed transfers that will happen in the summer, and his name was, of course, on it. He's been guaranteed to transfer I'm saying, for, like, five years. Every year running now. Yeah. He's been the one that's like, oh, where's Koulibaly going to go? Oh, Spurs is looking at him. Oh, Chelsea's looking at him. Oh, United's looking at him. It's like any Prem team that's in the top, like, four or five yeah. is getting looked for Koulibaly. And, he's... and Napoli still just puts, like, this huge price tag on him. And the Napoli president and owner came out and said, look, we're going to put like a $90 million price tag on this guy. So if you're not, if you're coming with some weak sauce, I'm just going to say, I'm going to laugh in your face. Yeah. I'm going to legit laugh in your face. I don't right? blame him. I'm going to give you the Kawhi <laughs> laugh right in your face. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I just think Leo Messi to have him bow out this early in the competition would be just disastrous. And then, but it'd be fun for us because then the rumor mill would even be turning even more saying, oh, where's Leo going to go next year? He definitely wants out. Barca just had, doesn't always, of recent, the recent Barca just hasn't been performing in these tournaments. They've been a little bit of a letdown. It's been the same guys forever, and they're starting to get a little long in the tooth. Yeah. With your PKs and David Alaba's and obviously Messi getting up there in his 30s, Busquets, it's... Uh... I mean, Napoli just beat Inter in the Copa Italia in the first leg, one nothing, on the road. Hmm. And they did it without Koulibaly or Insigne even getting in the game. Fernando Llorente didn't even get in the game. And Inter played pretty much all starters. Too. Interesting. Like Lukaku was in there. Everybody was pretty much in there. So they've... I mean, I don't know. Napoli just, they seem to step up. I've seen them. They're not having a great year. They're in 11th in the league. Right. But I've seen them in Champions League before, and I've seen them in tough competitions. Like I said, they've given uh, Liverpool a run for their money of recent. And I don't know. I just, I see something there. I feel like they're going to show up for this. And they do have some veterans that are going to be hungry. And I just think it would be just a, just a terrible, monumental yeah. loss if Barcelona would lose in 
the round of 16 against a Napoli team who's like, eh, so-so. I yeah. don't say they're anything crazy. No, they're not like lighting the world on fire by any means this year. I have some of the uh, odds makers here. So yeah, Barcelona. That's, that's what I was I was pulling that up to. <laughs> this odd checker I have, it's like a UK site. They have Napoli plus 250 to win. That's the first leg. That's just the first leg. Right. I want to know what the total, the total. The total kit and caboodle. Yeah, like both legs combined. Is there? There's got to be a bet for that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they have all the odds on here, around two fifty. Oh, Fanduel. Yeah, that's credible. <laughs> no, it is though. Yeah, that's what I use. Oh, is this to win the whole thing? So to win the whole thing, I saw. I'm looking at this Fanduel. Man City is the favorite to win the whole thing, at plus three forty. With Liverpool at plus 400. And then Barcelona is plus 650. PSG is 600. Or I'm sorry, 700. And Bayern is plus 600. And the worst odds are, looks like to be Valencia at plus 8,500 to win the whole thing. Really? Yeah. But your Napoli boys, plus 4,500 to win the whole kit and caboodle. Hmm. That's terrible odds, but... So they got they got city number one, huh? Yeah, they do. But uh, yeah, I I don't I'm, know. I'm about to let something ride. They got plus. See, this one's got this one's got Lyon at plus twenty five hundred. Speaking of Lyon, yeah, it's our last game. Second last. Oh, second to last. Right. Sorry. That February twenty sixth, the Wednesday, we got Lyon versus Juve. Leon gets the home game. I saw Memphis Depay actually is healthy. He now. is. I saw his tweet. Yeah. He's, been, uh, he's ready to training. rock. I don't think I it's going to be sure. enough. No. don't think it's going to be it's enough. It's one man against Ronaldo. <laughs> Which is like five men. And the boys. So Speaking uh, of, while you're – yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to look to see how that thing's going too. Yeah, it's uh, one of those that Leon gets the uh, short end of the stick and has to go up against the old lady who – has a pretty talented squad on their hands. And with, if you have Ronaldo on your side, I'm pretty much betting with you. So I don't think, unless it's one of those, barring any miracle type shit, that Juve is just going to coast on through. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to probably happen. Most likely, especially <laughs> based off the odds that we saw. Um, so, yeah, they finished, uh, that game finished 1-1. Okay, nice. R- Ronaldo got a 91st minute. PK. Of course he did. Of course he did. Just to keep his scoring streak alive. Of course he did. So good for him, I guess. Yeah. So they drew the first leg of this Copa Italia semifinals. Fantastic. So all the hype between the Ronaldo Ebro first time in since 2015 was not that. Wasn't great. Was not that exciting. Ebro got a yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not surprising. Nope. <laughs> so but back to where we were sorry but yes um yeah juve too much for uh a leon side yeah i would say yeah definitely but then the main game on that wednesday the 26th we see real madrid hosting man city and we are torn on this as well yeah and after seeing those odds i'm a little worried i real madrid i don't know there's just something about them that 
And again, they're not doing that great. Not as good as they usually do most seasons this year. But I don't know. I just feel like they always have something. I just look at Benzema. He's still playing very well, and they still have Varane. Good defense. Danny Carvajal back there. You know, Ramos, he's still doing his thing. They're going to have to contain Gabby and Aguero. And, uh, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I think uh, I think City's just going to be ultra hungry. Like, they know they're not winning the Prem this year. Right. So they got one this thing left to win, and that's Champions League. And I and think that's probably draw. why they have the – yeah, I think that's why they have the best odds. I mean, I don't know. They get a shitty draw, but – Shit draw. But in the long run, you win this one, and then who knows what opens up to you next. That's true. Like you could be playing the winner of Valencia Atalania next. So if you can get through this one, then it could be a little bit smoother sailing. Yeah, I mean, this one's going to be probably the the best, I would say, matchup of this round of 16 for sure with oh, two yeah. heavyweights going at it. And in a city team, I mean, you know – De Bruyne, he's the man. He's you know he's got probably probably the best passer of the ball in the world, I would say. And then yeah, right now, absolutely. It's just yeah. <laughs> Aguero. It's all going to depend on really the Man City defense. I think you know if, like we said on Tuesday, I think if Laporte can be at least up to maybe like ninety five, eighty five percent healthy, something like that. It's going to make a world of a difference because if they didn't have him, they'd be in trouble. Yeah. Big, big time. Because then you got to force. I know Fernandinho's been playing center back for him, which hasn't been terrible. He's actually been pretty good. Yeah, but. Because he's one of the best defensive midfielders in the world himself. And then it just hurts you there, then, in that spot a little bit. Yeah. It puts almost double work on him. Right. So it's a nice relief for him to get back into his natural position. Because you're losing him in the midfield where you kind of want him to be that stopper before you get to the back line, whether rather than just letting them get to that point. Yeah. And now he has one shot. Where I know what you're saying. Yeah, just it's basically going to come down to that. I feel the Man City defense is the key, and I don't know if they they got what it takes. I don't know. I'm They've not... been exposed this year. They have been big they have time. Been. But Laporte being healthy could be big for them. And I don't know. I just I think, like I said, I think their hunger alone is going to be enough to drive them through Real. Real's another one that's just been like so-so in these big tournaments lately. Yeah, it's it's different because their league is kind of I don't know with both of Barcelona and Real Madrid kind of like not being where they're usually at. I guess like talent-wise, because all they're, they're the same team. Yeah, they have a bunch of older dudes who maybe back you know eight six years five years ago were just studs yeah they were all in their the, prime the best players in the world at that and time. now all these guys on both those teams are kind of getting to that 30 year old range and yeah it's just not the same but i still think real madrid can figure it out i think benzema can carry this team to and they still have Kroos, and they still have modric so yeah. we're torn brian has man city i got Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to see Man City win. I just feel like the fire is going to be there to win. Yeah. So. And we've seen Premier League teams much better in these, you know, big tournaments than 
obviously uh, La Liga. Yeah, at least in, in recent in the recent past Champions League, no doubt. But yeah, um, as I guess as the round of sixteen is finished, we'll kind of revisit this whole thing, and then once those matchups are out, we will then. Uh, I think it's over March like eighth. Their ninth might be the second legs as well. Yeah, it's all, like it's, that. It's almost an exact month apart, but not quite. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Maybe like three weeks or so. But yeah, once those, uh, once the round of sixteen is over and the uh, quarters are set, we'll kind of uh, come back to Champions League and uh, March. make some further predictions. Oh, so it's weird. One of them jumps up real early. Uh, the Red Bull, Leipzig, and Tottenham, March 10th. Mm-hmm. And then you have the 11th is PSG, Dortmund, Atletico, Liverpool, uh, 18th. 18th is the last day. Nice. Chelsea, Bayern, and Barcelona, Napoli both play on the 18th, which is a Wednesday. Right on. So, yeah. Sweet. Middle of March. Middle of March we'll have our... Uh, About a month from today. We'll find out. Who goes on? Yeah. But yes, uh, I just, I guess just real quick hot topics before we move on to this weekend in the Prem. Um, Chelsea agreed with the uh, yeah, boy I from almost, Ajax. Almost said something earlier. Hakeem Zayich. About that, but I was holding it back. So yeah, it's a nice move for you guys. Yeah, they need something. And I guess they wanted to... They wanted to do it in January, but I guess he wanted to finish out his uh, Eredivisie season and uh, see if uh, Ajax can win the Europa League. Yeah. Which I... I it's commendable. Credit to him, yeah. Yeah, it's commendable. He's been there for a little bit, so he wants to finish his season out instead of switching, which <laughs> I, I give him credit. I, I stand up for him, but yeah, it's a, it's a good pickup for Chelsea in the summertime. I think it's just going to be one of many moves that they make uh, going forward. Which doesn't always mean good things for Pulisic either, because I'm pretty sure that's like a wing I, position. I was going to ask you, did you happen to notice Men in Blazers tweet when they just basically tweeted Pulisic with like eyes? Yeah. Like, a little tear. Yeah, no, no tear. Like, they were just eyeballing, like, uh, where, where's his spot? If they're bringing him in, why are they? I'm assuming Willian's going to get sold. I would guess, yeah. I mean, at this point. He's kind of... But still, it's... Uh, I don't know. This injury for Pulisic is kind of really uh, that's the, hurting him right now. That's the biggest problem with him right now is he just, like, just can't seem to stay healthy. And in the Prem, that's going to kill you. Oh, yeah, for sure. For the U.S. team, you kind of will hold the clout and you won't lose your spot. Cause yeah, because you're good don't, or one of the best. Yeah, it's we not don't like have anybody. Like, oh, sorry, man, your spot's gone. Like, yeah, but in the Prem, they're not going to wait around for oh, you. It's like, going to get taken. Yeah, especially when you're on a top four club. Yeah. If you're on, like, Newcastle, they'll be like, yeah, we'll wait for you. We love Which you. Which makes me a little nervous. Yeah. You know, that they're bringing in people that probably are a little better than you, yeah. to be honest. I mean, does he get loaned out? I don't know. We'll have to see if he can play. I mean, hopefully he's supposed to come back. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he, they said he was going to be ready for the United, but definitely the week after. I mean, it would be nice to have both of them come summertime. Yeah. And run your two wings with those two as long as he gets healthy. Right, yeah. I mean, I think that's a lot of 
Yeah, I think, uh, I think Willian would want to move away and kind of finish his career somewhere yeah. maybe different, maybe back in Brazil. Maybe he can make a run at Barcelona or one of those lower. Or he comes to MLS. Nah, it's a little bit closer him. to home. I don't see him. The Brazilians, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about they English isn't really their, like, forte. Yeah. And they don't usually make the switch to. No, I feel you. It's a little different from. That's like one country. I don't know why. Yeah. They just never make so, the switch. There has not been a ton in MLS. There's a few here and there. Spattered a lot of them don't through. even leave Brazil Yeah, because they get homesick. Yeah. You saw that with uh, Robinho. Remember Robinho? I feel like if they go anywhere, a and lot of them go to, they go to Portugal. Yeah. They go to the Portuguese Speak League. Speak the language. Because, yeah. Same food. Yeah. That's, play, it's a lot more than just what's on the field and yeah, people don't realize the They're training. Like, oh, well, you're getting all this money. Who cares where you live? And it's, it's, it's a it big does, shock. Yeah, that's a big culture shock to a lot because a lot of these guys are 18, 19 years old too, living you you know first time away from yeah, they got, probably outside your damn country. Now they got money, and now they're like, yeah. Um, in England, if you go there, it's not exactly the best food. I'm sorry to uh, yeah. And FIFA or Fortnite. Not everybody, not everybody might be so pleasant. Your culinary uh, to, cuisine isn't the best. Yeah. Might not be treated so pleasantly as we've heard and seen. Yeah. Probably a little better than Italy. Anything's better. Right? <laughs> Come on, let's be real. They've been, uh, like we said Tuesday, they've not been in the news for good things this year. Because we talked about the the minor league goalie. Or the he- no, the ref headbutting the goalie. In like the uh, semi-pro leagues, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, they're just cutting up those Italians. It's uh, it's tough. It's a tough <laughs> year for the Italians. So they far. have it. Well, I mean, they haven't been so great lately. And they missed last World Cup. You would think that uh, the Italians would be the leaders in the hooliganism. Just kidding. I just read this on ESPN. A Celtic fan. Right, Celtic is oh, yeah. in Scotland. Yeah. For all those that don't know. Good old Celtic. A Celtic fan has been jailed for 10 months after punching three police horses. <laughs> so he's from Philly. <laughs> we don't punch horses. We eat shit. <laughs> we eat the horse poop and not punch. That's right. That's right. We're kind to the animals. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the first time that I've seen like a hooligan or fan like punch a horse cop yeah that like, happened at newcastle i think two years ago as well some dude just like, like wrecked punched the, horse. the cop not the <laughs> horse like what the horse do it's not his fault he didn't want to be a cop <laughs> he was kind of like they're so wasted they're just like i'm pissed at anything i'll just punch anything yeah <laughs> like, i guess they feel like the horse isn't gonna really do anything back he's just most you put a horse the horse is gonna look at you like really bro <laughs> like I could a horse kick you eat into that. Yeah. I could kick you into the next like county if I really wanted yeah. to. Oh yeah. Just shatter your rib cage. Like I could see maybe like getting upset with one, but punching three, like what if he just like he went, just went down, down, down a row? Th- yeah. Like what if they were at like in a line? I think it's one of those probably it was on like, like playful ones. Like playful where he's just like ah. <laughs> I don't know. That sentence seems pretty uh, like he Ten punched the shit out of a horse. Yeah. He's just going down the line. Yeah, nah. We're not condoning punching uh, horses on this show. I'm not laughing at No, nah, we don't want PETA all over us. <laughs> no, but I am We're laughing. an anti-animal uh, <laughs> abuse podcast. We are. 
But I just thought that was funny. Wait, that's there's always a, that's hilarious. There's always some crazy hot topic in the world that and this just yeah this might take the cake for. <laughs> and he's also handed a five year ban from every football ground in the UK. Nice. He told the Glasgow uh, police that he was an innocent bystander. So I'm guessing it was after a Celtic uh, yes. Rangers game. It was uh, before their last uh, Scottish Cup match. <laughs> nice. And they won 3 nothing against. <laughs> so it wasn't even after like Air, a loss or anything? Airdrie. It was Air. pre-game? They just beat the hell out of like a lower Scottish team, and he was just hype. It happened uh, a year ago. Yeah. And I guess they finally got it to court and yeah, it was wow. like there were families trying to get in and bricks and missiles getting flung as well as spitting and throwing lit cigarettes. <laughs> it was very aggressive and this was the worst ride I'd ever seen. I guess wow. bystanders said. Wow. Yeah, they take the cake. I don't know if <laughs> I feel like we're definitely going to have the same red card on Tuesday. <laughs> Next Tuesday. Say. Actually no. Probably not Saturday. because we're yeah we're doing a Saturday a week from. Uh... Interesting. <laughs> uh, before we move on, I know we're getting tight. I was going to say yeah we got to we probably got to get rolling, don't we? Um, the Jurgen Klinsmann thing. Uh, the man stepped away from his role at Hertha Berlin only three months after taking the job and just quit. Yeah. After getting backing from, but yes, we're back. Anyway, yes, the Jurgen Klinsmann. He just basically said, hey, I wanted $80 million of, I need my own players in here if I want to compete to stay up because Hertha Berlin is like down there trying to battle relegation. And then they give him people $80 million worth, and then all of a sudden he's like, nah, it's a suicide mission. I can't do anything with this team. I'm done. Yeah. And just like like I said, he should ghosts uh, Hertha. He should be fined. They should fine him. He's going to be just uh, – he's not getting a damn job anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, he definitely needs to be blackballed in the coaching market. It's not Everybody good. needs to avoid him because that's not cool. I mean, they give you – he was on as an advisor first, and then their coach, they're like, well, we suck. So they went a different way and thought, well, he has some experience. Give him the job, and he's like, well, you know, I need my own players in here. January comes, gets the players, and just is like, oh, peace, I'm out. That'd be like a, I can't do this. It's too hard, basically, is what he was saying. That'd be like a college coach coming in for a recruiting season, getting all his own recruits, and then quitting before the season starts. Yeah. Like, that's a dick move. Yeah. It's 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 pus. It's yeah. pus. Yeah. He's a big pus. Yeah. Just everything we said about him is true. And um, he never needs to be anywhere near or associated with the U.S. team again. No. We've moved on from that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, we- always fun hot topics out there. We have the last of week twenty six. We got coming up in the prem. We got tomorrow. We got a nice little game to start us off. We got Wolves hosting Leicester. I just just realized I'm gonna have to be watching that on the road because I'm gonna have to go right from one job to. And we always Philly. say. What does the fuck say? And we got Wolves at home. They've been. Solid at home, and we got a Leicester team who's kind of not been as consistent this as no, the not past bad, few weeks. Just inconsistent. They just started out so hot, yeah, and playing pretty much way better than anybody thought. You know, everybody at every position was doing their thing, and now James Madison's being looked at to move away, and and then Vardy gets hurt, and he's hasn't really been a hundred percent since 
I don't even know, last month or so, yeah. three weeks. And they've, you know, they haven't been winning. They've been drawing, and they lost, I think, maybe one, maybe two draws and a loss. But, again, they weren't they weren't as dominant as they were in the beginning. And now they got a tough task in going on the road against Wolves, man. It's, uh, they sure do. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not. And that's why I made my pick the way I made it. We did pick this one. Yeah, you can you can run them. You all. threw out your draw card. I did two two. I did, and then I said I I'm pulling with the foxes on the road two one. Yeah, I don't know. I think they get back to their winning ways. I know wolves. I mean, Espiritu Santo's got the <coughs> the boys playing awesome, but uh, and while we're on the the topic of wolves, I mean of uh, the foxes, just going back to the question that we had mm-hmm. about what was the bigger deal. Yes. Um, through some research, because I told you there was some research I wanted to do, the actual number on Leicester that season was 5,000 to 1. That was your bookmaker's odds for them to be able to win the league. It was only their their second year back in the league. Right. And their first year wasn't by any means like a – they kind of just hung on. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were 5,000 to 1. Sheffield, and now I – the only thing I can think of is that the betters or the odds makers learned their lesson and somehow got really burned on this 5,000 to 1. Right. Um, they came in preseason ranked 15th, and they were 2,000 to 1 to win the league this, win it. this year. So top four is huge, but I guess just based off of those numbers alone, you would say Lester was the bigger. Yeah, I had a few days to mull it over, and as much as I love to say that, you know, Sheffield was his bigger story. You can't take away from Leicester winning the league. Yeah. Like, if Sheffield won the league, it would be better probably than I would say that Leicester team. Yeah. Just to me, I don't know. I mean, the odds definitely don't say the, that. But I think Leicester oh, winning if, the whole league would definitely she- trump Sheffield getting a Champions League spot. If Sheffield won the whole league this year, oh, absolutely, that would be bigger than Leicester. Because Leicester did it in their second season back to where Sheffield was doing it in their first season. I said, like I said, I think the odds were probably skewed because of that one time that it happened. Chris Wilder would go down as like the greatest manager of all time. Oh, yeah. They would get a statue outside. There's only been, what, eight teams to ever actually win the Prem. Right. And they were one of them. They've been around for Leicester's been around for 111 seasons, and they've spent 48 of them in England's top tier, but Some. obviously not consecutive. So, and to get that win was, yeah, I mean that was pretty unreal, and with the players that they had too. I mean, right, Vardy kind of popped up out of nowhere. Riyad Mahrez had a ridiculous. That was when he started to. Uh, yeah. He got discovered. Well, that big got him time. a big deal with City. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, either, but it's just both, they're both awesome stories. Both, both are great, but yeah, I guess I would have to, if I had to make a choice, I guess I would give the nod to that Leicester team, because it's a yeah. similar, you know, you don't really know the guys very well, because they're, you know, yeah. they weren't very good the year before, and they're newly promoted, and, yeah, you know. And a win is a win. Yeah, I so. mean, definitely. Yeah. Definitely with the Leicester, but yes, um, so we'll go to Saturday, we got uh, the breakfast game. <laughs> We got Southampton hosting Burnley. That should actually be a really entertaining game. Two teams that Look could a mid, use a W. Mid-table tussle. Yeah, yeah. Southampton uh, kind of cooled off now. Losers yeah. of their last two, um, but they're home, 
It's a game that they could definitely use to they, stay relevant, stay up. They've just been leaking in some more goals than usual. They have. Hampton. They have. Um, that needs to stop. So We'll see if Danny Ings gets back on it because Burnley's been playing pretty good recently. Yeah. They, they had been. that tough stretch that we said that was like United, uh, Arsenal, and Leicester, right? And yeah. they won two and drew the last one. So yeah. they got seven points out of that stretch where they thought, who knew? Yeah. So that kind of bumped them up in the table. And, you know, Chris Wood. Yeah. They're just that team, though, that'll do that in that stretch and then turn around and lose to a Southampton team. I think this is the one, uh, if you want to get up on, you know, Saturday morning and see a pretty good game, I think this is a uh, oh, – it'll up. be worth your while. I'll be – I'm always up early. I'll be up by half. Yeah. And I just catch the – I mean, you'll catch the best part because you'll know at that point. Either somebody's going to be blowing out or you're going to have a bang in second half, I think. Yeah. I so. usually wake up a, a text to you saying, oh, boy. Yeah. Somebody wants three points in this game. That's huge right now. Yeah, we're not seeing a uh, – I don't think we're seeing a draw here. No. And then the next one – the next one's like uh, the last twelve thirty game that, oh, I, geez, that yeah. I talked about. If you got if you got something to do on a, on the weekend, utilize this window. If you need to drive somewhere and make maybe <laughs> do some errands or something, yeah, take your time. Keep your Sunday free. Obviously, spend your Saturday morning watching the other game. You got Norwich hosting Liverpool. Yeah, you got the best versus the worst. Yeah. Now, if you want to leave after the Hampton game and then maybe. Get back for the second half just in case something crazy's happening, because you wouldn't want to miss Norwich upsetting Liverpool. Yikes! As you know, possibly the biggest. Can you imagine upset. that, dude? <laughs> the, the way this season has gone, the only team to beat Liverpool is a Norwich team. <laughs> the way this season has gone, nothing surprises me. Sheesh. But that one would that one would take the cake. I wouldn't even know what to do. Like when Norwich beat City. At that juncture of the season, when we really thought it was going to be that monster two-team race between City and Liverpool and for Norwich. But now that Norwich has been exposed and they are the bottom team in the league and what Liverpool has done, yeah, yeah, that would be ridiculous. That's, that's yeah, monumental. <laughs> yeah, so I guess if you're out running around, keep checking your phone, and if you see that it's even a possibility of a draw, Get in front home, of a TV and, yeah, immediately. Yeah. Because you never know. A, a tie game and a bad bounce, it happens. Crazier shit has happened. But, uh, yeah, so we got two on Sunday then. We got Villa hosting Spurs at nine. Let's go Villa. Uh, young Villa team who really could use a nice win against Spurs. Man, they've they've been. And will Spurs rest players knowing that they have a Champions League game on Wednesday? I mean, that could help Villa and Villa's home. They've won two out of their last three in all competitions. So they've been playing a little better again. Yeah. They've creeped back up out of that third spot. They're right on the edge of it, but they've found their way out of it for yeah. now. Um, but it's a big task playing Spurs as just much as Jackie, I hate Spurs. Jackie Grealish is just he's he can't do it all. He can't do it all. They're definitely missing McGinn. McGinn is a huge loss for them because yeah. that's kind of when they kind of went on their These Egyptian their forwards have been a little inconsistent all of a sudden. They're not giving you, in Trezeguet and El Ghazi, what you've gotten so far this year. And Wesley's been... Wesley's kind of gone dormant. Um, it is good that they have Mings back. Yeah, They were missing him. That definitely hurt them in that little stretch of losses for a while. 
because he was one of the best defenders, I think, in the league. He had a great at season, one point for sure, you know? and uh, he actually offers an opportunity for some scoring too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I I hope they take him down, keep him off Chelsea's back. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, but again, I a Jose Mourinho team to lose to uh, a Dean Smith team it yeah. just doesn't seem feasible. But again, this is this year's been wacky, so we'll see. It's true. So we got the the eleven thirty game on Sunday. Uh, we got Arsenal hosting Newcastle. They'll probably tie. The draw kings have <laughs> the real draw kings. The have draw emerged. princes have now been crowned king. I told you sooner or later it was coming. Thirteen I know this draws. Team 13. Way too well. Thirteen. Six. That's just even six, the prem. Six, six and six, and then thirteen draws. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, for a team that you know has top four aspirations. I think they win this. I think Arteta needs a nice win under his belt. They should win at their home. And Newcastle's been like, yeah, yeah, they've been so. They can't find scoring really either. I mean, Almiron had the that little bit of pocket where he was uh, scoring in like three straight, but he's kind of cooled down a little bit. And then obviously, Linton's been you know MIA forever. I mean, this is a Newcastle team that struggled to beat Oxford. Yeah. So in again, in all rights, Arsenal needs to and should absolutely win this game, but. I mean, they what did I've make those moves of the Newcastle Arsenal. too, though. Yeah. You know, Danny Rose and Ben Taleb, and I love the Longstaffs, Maddie and yeah. Sean Longstaff. Yeah, that's a great the ginger combo boy right there. <laughs> but, They're fantastic. But like, yeah, I don't know. Arsenal's still a better team. I'd love to see Pablo Mari. Yeah, I mean that would be. I think I'm going what you said. I think it's going to be a draw. It probably. It, I'm telling you, it's that's what it's built it's for. Arsenal it's built season. for a one-one draw, or maybe even a two-two draw, but it's. There's going to be a draw somewhere, I feel like. Agreed. And then uh, we got one more, I guess, we could really talk about. We got Monday. We got a 3 o'clocker to Chelsea, boys in blue, hosting Man United. Yes. This is a big game. Big game for both teams. I think both teams could seriously use a big win. We're going to see United, new boy, Edon Edon Igalo. Miguelo. Miguelo coming in. I guess he was going to start. You know, Bruno Fernandez, I'm sure, will get in there too. Still no Rashford. And then Chelsea, still no Pooley. Hopefully Tammy or Mason can get back on the board. They need a, a little bit of a confidence boost here before the Chelsea dream of fourth place starts to fade very fast, especially if Spurs can win as well. I was going to say, yeah, Chelsea loss here would put Spurs a point behind and it would put – I mean, United. What it Sheffield would put United does. what three points behind? Well, Sheffield already got that's their right. That's right. Win in their game in this ahead. week, whatever. So game in hand. You're right. Yeah, but it, yeah, I mean, it would put them. It would put United only three points behind Chelsea. So this is a big game for yeah. Chelsea. And Minimum to a draw. Me, I think they're going to come out and just blow the doors off a United team that's lacking some serious confidence and a lot of new faces. And I said three one Chelsea. And you said two nothing. I said two Chelsea, nothing. going straight shutout. Yeah, I think maybe these new United guys struggle to find the net. Um, either that, or they get some spark for you know Gallo finally gets this dream That'd of be playing a hell for of a United start. and comes in and does something. But I don't know. I don't see it again. I think Chelsea's a better team. I think they got something to prove. They're home. 
especially after the shellacking they took to open up the year. Shellac. They were embarrassed for nothing at Old Trafford. Yes. So I think a revenge min- game minimum of two nothing. I think is a fair, safe score to go with. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it uh, it's a big one for the boys. And uh, God, I just hope they win. Yeah. They have not seen. They've won four in their last thirteen. Which is just not good enough. Yeah, it's hard to believe, as because that stretch that, that great they were start on they was had so good, solid. But yeah, so that's kind of the week twenty six. Um, there is Man City and West Ham, but again, we don't really need to yeah. discuss too much about that. Yeah, that on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot to talk about. I'm glad we were able to get some Champions League talk in today, kind of breaking down the uh, the round of sixteen. You know, there's a lot of good matchups, a lot of intriguing ones as well. And also, we are going to be moving our A2D show. Instead of doing it on Tuesday this week, we will be doing it next Saturday. But we will also remind you next week on this show that the same. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there real quick. And again, I know they didn't – have they even talked about this NBC Sports, uh, the watch party yet? Have they announced anything? All I nope. All I keep seeing is spring of twenty. They have no, no not dates. come up okay. with an official date yet. All right, cool. And just for all the people that say we don't talk about women's soccer on here, Arsenal beat the Liverpool women in the women's Super League three two. There you go. So that was talking women's soccer. <laughs> we we <I> snuck <laughs> one in. Arsenal women are nasty. I love them. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so. <laughs> Been a good one. Been a good show. Kind of switching it up now with uh, with schedule changes and all this other yeah. shit that's going on. Real life, bro. The Unfortunately, life. we have real life. True. We're not these famous celebrities that can just do shows when they... Yet. Yeah. One day. Yeah. One day. But, yeah. You know, but we're giving the people <laughs> what they want. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna jump out of here. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you guys next Thursday, probably same time. Try and get in here. Uh, talk about week 26, anything else. we got to have an MLS show, too. MLS show will be coming up very soon because we are less than a month away. I was say. We're about two weeks, two and a half weeks. It is creeping up fast, and I yeah. am pumped. I think the opening day is what? The February 29th? Yep. Because we have the extra day for yep. the leap year. So, yeah. About two weeks? Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. It's exciting. Love it. I do like the Red Bull's new kits, too. Kits are fresh. Black and red. That's the only thing good about the Red Bull. Absolutely this year. But we'll talk about that (laughs) next time. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Later. Later, dudes.